Hi, I am Sarah Noble, your host for the Modern Day Intuitive Podcast. For over 25 years, I've been on a spiritual journey, searching, learning, expanding, and growing. I've traveled the world, led by my heart, on a quest to know myself so that I can support others. This podcast was created from my deep desire to help you connect with your intuition and to inspire you to create a life where the impossible becomes possible and you live into your sacred dreams and desires. Thanks for being here and enjoy the show. Hello, my loves. Welcome to the show today. Thank you so much for being here and tuning in and really just being on this beautiful path of deepening your intuition and bringing more of yourself to your life. I'm celebrating you. I'm excited to share with you that the podcast, as well as being audio the way it is currently, we are going to be introducing a video component. So you'll be able to watch the episodes on YouTube. I'll keep you posted. That should be starting in the next couple of weeks. So I'd love to see you over there. Our call today, Hope Pedraza is joining us and Hope is hitting her upper limit regarding money and is looking for guidance on how to get to the other side of what feels like a wall that she is stuck at. And this beautiful reading and conversation takes us on a journey where we look at how our blocks are actually portals or access points to get us where we want to go, how the worst thing about you, the thing you don't like, is actually the best thing about you. We talk about our childhood beliefs around money and how they affect our grown-up relationship with money and how to rewire unconscious loops and patterns through the portal of forgiveness. And then we look at identifying collective emotions versus your true emotions and how to distinguish between those. Hope is here doing beautiful work in the world. She is a certified holistic nutritionist functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner, Reiki practitioner, human guide design, founder of Pilates-based fitness and wellness studio called In Balance, and the host of the Hopeful and Wholesome podcast. It was such a joy to be with Hope for this reading, and I'm going to put her links in the show notes for you. There is also a link to take the Primal Intuitive Power Quiz so you can discover which is your main gift and also a link to my free gift, Ignite Your Intuition, which takes you through ceremony and ritual and meditation as a way to ignite your intuition. So my loves, enjoy my call with Hope. Hi Hope, welcome to the podcast. How can I help you today? Thanks for having me, Sarah. So I am on this journey right now, unraveling my money story and kind of figuring out what things are kind of keeping me at my upper limit and just kind of holding me back from growing and expanding in that realm. And I would love to know what direction I'm supposed to be going in terms of of breaking through that upper limit what I'm missing in terms of like areas maybe that need healing to kind of break through from there and just kind of what's in store for me in kind of getting to the other side of, of what I feel like is this, this kind of wall that I'm stuck at. Thank you for sharing. So as you're talking, it's my third chakra, your third chakra that is bringing my attention Mm -hmm. and to a power dynamic, power struggle 
is the word that is going on inside you related to what you're learning about money and the newer stories that or not even stories but the newer relationship right the way that you are relating to money is bumping up against some older beliefs about money that those beliefs are having a hard time the word is mulching Mm-hmm. Like there's this sense of needing to mulch something mm-hmm. in service to the new ideas and beliefs that you are growing inside your field. Mm-hmm. So what do you make with that to start? That resonates a lot. I've been uncovering so much, just different mentors I've worked with and kind of spiritual practices. And I do feel like that's kind of where the block is happening, where I have these old beliefs or conditioning or whatever around money and what I believe now, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't mesh with that. So I do feel like there's kind of this, like, you know, they're at odds with each other, I guess. Yeah. And I, I get really excited when I hear the word block Mm -hmm. because the word I love in place of block is actually portal. Mm. Cause it's not right. It's, it's not something that has to stop you or mm-hmm. keep you from what you want. It's oh. actually an access point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something significant is happening there. Yeah. So it's in this, how can you turn towards this block? Mm-hmm. And the way I like to look at it is how is this the greatest thing about you? So do you want to dive into that a little bit? Like, what do you think one of your blocks is? I think one of my blocks is, and actually this one was a more recent one than I uncovered because I never thought this was the case, but I find that I have a difficult time receiving that I feel like I have to earn my way into receiving, that I have to work hard and to receive. um, And I just have to show like I'm, I guess, deserving. I don't like to use that word, but I guess that's what it comes down to that I, you know, that I've, I've done enough to deserve to receive and to openly and like willingly receive. So how can that be the best thing about you? Mm, that's a good question. That's a hard one because I it bothers me so much. I don't I don't see it as being a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about if you think about it as your friend? Mm-hmm. This part of you that says you have to earn it that you haven't done enough to deserve it. What if it was your friend? And what if those things that it was saying were motivating you in some misinformed way? I mean, in my head, I know that I don't have to earn anything. In my head, I know that, you know, I'm, I am worthy because I am right. Because I exist as a human on this planet. So like I, if anyone was telling me the same thing, I would, that's what I would be telling them, but it's, it's like getting that through the subconscious, right. On a subconscious level. I think that's the tricky part because I know that I'm worthy. I know, I know that it can be easy. I know that I don't have to work hard to earn it, but there's just something on the subconscious that keeps me in this loop. Yeah. And most likely you will be able to track that back to events that happened when you were probably around five to eight years old. Mm -hmm. So how did your family relate to money when you were young? 
Yeah. I mean, this is a hundred percent for my family. My, my dad worked really hard, really hard. And there was a period of my life where I would go days without seeing my dad because he'd be at work before I got up for school and he would get home after I was already in bed. And he had his own money struggles. He grew up really poor. And so I think that just translated into his whole, I think just thinking he had to work so hard and we had a great life. Like we had plenty of money and took us on great trips and, you know, we had a good life, but all I, that's pretty much all I knew was hard work. That's what it takes is hard work and a lot of it. Yeah. And that hard work, like you were provided for, you had this beautiful life, mm-hmm. but I'm going to, sort of guess here and be willing to be wrong that the thing you wanted most was his love and his presence. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. So here comes a misinformed belief that gets set up around not being able to receive love at the Mm. same time as having money and being provided for. Wow. I've never, (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm like the mind blown emoji right now. I've never put those together before ever at all, actually. (laughs) I love when that happens. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you see differently now that you can see that? Yeah. So it's the subconscious is having a hard time receiving love and money at the same time. Mm -hmm. Mm. That young girl, I mean, that was her life. It was true for her. So even though you're grown up today and you know something different, we both know that she's the one that runs the show when you get into those places. Mm -hmm. And her belief is going to be so much stronger than the one you're creating if they stay disconnected. Right, right. Yeah, so what feels good to you to do or to offer to this younger part of you? I think offering, I don't know. I feel like it goes without saying, like, I knew my dad loved me and that was why he worked so hard. So I feel like maybe that's what she needed to hear. Like, that's the reason he's working so hard is because he loves you and he wanted to give you a better life than what he had. And because he struggled so much growing up. And I think it was just a lot of his money story being projected, you know, onto us. Of course, you don't understand that as a kid, but I think, I think I would explain that to her and that him working hard had nothing to do with him not loving me or not wanting to be around, but he was, that's why he was doing it. There's another thread that I'm following there too, for you, where your little girl is upset about the times that you leave her and work hard and get caught up in, mm-hmm. oh, I, I have to do, do, do. And she's like, can't you just be with me? Absolutely. I just had a conversation slash minor breakdown on Friday about this exact thing. So like, this resonates a lot. Yeah. You know, those are such tender, innocent parts of us. I feel that. I That was the, the conversation Friday and my husband reminding me. Like we have, we've had this conversation so many times, but it was me doing that, what you're saying, like feeling like I have to do all these things and do, do, do. And that's been my personality for so long. And I've been trying to make a conscious effort to slow down and not have to do all the time and take more time to just be. And then I get in these ruts where I'm just like, oh, I've got to do this. I've got to do this. And I get mad at myself because I'm like, 
because I, I want to, to just be, and like you're saying, I, I feel that little girl. I totally feel that. Cause that was, I think that's why I got so frustrated with myself. Cause I'm like, no, but I, but I want to just be with me. Like I want to just, and it was this like internal battle and that loop has played over multiple times. And I, I feel that. What's really cool about the fact that it's a loop is that you can see it mm-hmm. so you can change it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you've done a lot of work and you have a relationship with your younger child. Mm-hmm. And so, or, and even just the parts of yourself, right? Like the different parts of yourself, the, the conscious versus the unconscious parts. Mm-hmm. What's really cool when you can see the loop is that you can really depersonalize it and realize, oh, I'm just caught in a loop. Mm-hmm. thinking, feeling, thinking, feeling, there mm-hmm. I go, look at me go, whoa. <laughs> like sometimes I even can witness my own unconscious sort of like <laughs> grabbing hold of me and running the show, you know? Mm-hmm. And in those moments, what I found is super helpful is really just changing the dynamic, a rewiring process, right? Like you don't actually even need to go in there sometimes and do healing work or talk with her because you've already done that Mm -hmm. and you've built that foundation. And what happens next is you just rewire, like change it, Mm -hmm. see yourself, catch yourself. Oh, look at me thinking I have a block about money. Ha ha. I'm so funny. Mm -hmm. Look at me. Let's think something else. Mm -hmm. And you, you change the thought patterns. You change the way the neurons fire in your brain. Mm -hmm. And, and it really is just about catching yourself and distracting, diverting, changing, whatever the thing is that works for you. And I'm snapping my fingers because that's something I do like, oh, change. I need to change. <laughs> um, whatever those little things are that get you out of going down the dark alleyway, as mm-hmm. I like to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have practices like that? Um, yeah, I do. And sometimes I'm better at doing them than others. Um, I, I try to, you know, feeling that come on, I try to like, okay, I'm going to get up or I'm going to go do, let me go do like an afternoon meditation or let me go take my daughter for a quick walk around the block. Um, I try to, yeah, I try to just like change my environment and let my head, my body kind of reconnect with each other. And yeah. Where do you want to go with all of this? What would you love? I would love to... I would love to see the light at the end of the tunnel. (laughs) I just, because I have this pattern is just so reoccurring for me. It just, it like, it like the loop you're talking about, like it's a big loop because I have these moments where it's like, oh, I can't, no, I'm back in the loop. And so I I would just, I don't know. I I don't want to say like, I'm trying to find the missing piece because I don't want it to be like this obsessive hunt for like, oh, there's something missing. Um, because like you said, like I have the tools, but I, I would just love to have that like moment where everything clicks and then I can go in the opposite direction or just like stop the loop. So what happens? So you say you have these practices, right? You Mm -hmm. go and you take your daughter or you, 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 you change your environment. Mm -hmm. I'm hearing that that isn't stopping the loop in a way that feels effective enough for you. Is that what, am I hearing you correctly? Um, I mean, in the moment it does help, but then, you know, whether it's days or weeks later, I find myself back in the loop again. 
Okay. I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, see if there's anything. I have a, a me thing mm-hmm. that I was going to say, but I'm like, wait, let's see mm-hmm. if there's uh what are they saying? So what's coming through is just how hard you are on yourself. Mm, that's true. <laughs> that in all those moments, you turn away from yourself mm. when really what you need is love mm-hmm. from you. Mm-hmm. And so the you being hard on yourself is perpetuating the loop. Mm, yeah, I could see that. So there's forgiveness mm-hmm. and compassion mm-hmm. in those places and in those moments. And what I found can help is really remembering that you are the big self underneath it all. And any behavior or pattern or belief that is happening is just the not self. Mm-hmm. It's just the clothes you wear that you, you know, put on over time, the masks, the roles. But underneath is the truth of you. Right. And you know her. Mm-hmm. You feel her. You, you connect with her. You know when she's present. Mm-hmm. And then there's the not self activities and things that happen. And it's just really having a lot of grace with yourself when a not self behavior shows up. Mm-hmm. Because turning away from you and going and engaging with that not self pattern and you know the shame and the guilt and all the things we do to ourselves, mm-hmm. they that perpetuates the pattern and that's right. why you're in it again. Right, right. And for me, what I've learned and has really, really helped is that shame, guilt, overwhelm, anxiety, all these things, they are actually masking the real thing that's happening. Mm-hmm. They're the collective emotion right? or frequency that kind of comes in and grabs us and says, ah, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get distracted and we think that's the real thing we're feeling. Mm-hmm. But in truth, they're really like guardian angels that are protecting us from what is really happening inside. Mm-hmm the thing we don't want to look at. So when you can actually pause and recognize you're in the loop or, oh, shame got me, guilt got me. What am I really, what's really happening? Mm -hmm. What's underneath that? And then what's underneath that? Mm -hmm. Then you can start to see something different. And it's just a practice. Mm -hmm. The more that you do it, the more that you recognize it, the more you shift the pattern the better at it you become. Mm-hmm. And then that slowly fades. And then the next thing comes and you're like, oh, hi, here you are again, but at a deeper level, right? Mm-hmm. Like there is progress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I get the sense that your, your journey right now, your, your part, yes, it could be about the money and yes, it could be about the pattern. And, you know, there's things that are circling, circling. However, I get the sense that your real work right now is about turning towards yourself. Mm. The other things are just symptoms mm-hmm. of you being hard on yourself. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> That's actually my, um, I think it's my conscious son and my human design is the gate of intimacy. And I've been like really tuning into that. And that's basically what you, literally what you just said. <laughs> intimacy <laughs> with me. <laughs> Yeah, it's such a beautiful word. Mm-hmm. 
And the more you have that, from what I know about human design, I'm I'm not far from an expert. <laughs> I just know mm-hmm. some things about my own own chart. Mm-hmm. But that conscious sun is our driving force. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when we harness the power of that in our in a conscious way, mm-hmm. the world opens for us. Like mm-hmm. everything changes. Yeah. So for you, the deeper you are willing to go with yourself, mm-hmm. no matter what, yeah, that is you blossoming out, you growing from that place of really like the seed inside you that is so powerful, mm-hmm. so beautiful, and so talented, like tapping into the potential that's in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you taking away from our call today? That intimacy with myself, connecting with me is not like I didn't know it was important. <laughs> we all know it's important, but I think, yeah, I think just the the busyness of life and business and everything, it just, it can sometimes either distract me or just, you know, doesn't provide the space to do that. But I think I've had a drive, you know, like I was saying, I was trying to be more intentional with creating more space, everything, and, and trying to figure out what keeps me in the loop. And the, it really resonates the guilt and the shame thing. And it, I think it really does all go back to relationship with myself and maybe some things that I need to kind of unpeel the layers on in terms of like forgiveness and grace with myself and, you know, either decisions I've made in the past that I'm still like holding against myself or things that I've done. I think it, I think it goes back to learning what it's like to have a better relationship with myself. Um, what like that, what that intimacy piece really means in terms of, of all, I mean, because it's not just about money, right? It's, it's never just about money, but it's, it's the pieces that I feel like I'm searching for within that. And that, that comes from me. <laughs> yeah. A real opportunity to open, to receive mm-hmm. all that life is, is offering you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you. That was great. Thank you. Yeah, I enjoyed our time. Thank you. Me too. It was so enlightening and definitely connected some dots I've been trying to connect. It I mean it all makes total sense. Thank you for being here today and making your personal and spiritual growth a priority in your life. To learn more about connecting with your dreams and your intuition so that you can create a life full of possibilities visit me at www.sarahnoble.com and see how we can create magic together. A big thank you from my heart to yours for making the planet a better place for us all.